Welcome to the Jobapreneur Podcast. This is Easy Money Drew. Please like, subscribe, forward, share, all of the above because this is purpose driven. While I find my personal legend, I want to help you find yours. Anyhow, let's get to it. But first, like, subscribe, share, follow, forward, all of the above for all of the social medias. Holla at your boy. Welcome to the podcast. in here bro all right so go back to what you were saying about uh systems and like the importance that you see you've been successful for like basically decades at this point at just doing your own thing uh not necessarily having to rely on a um a nine to five w2 income to to you know build the level of success and wealth that you and your wife currently have and you know you're building and starting to scale for more so as far as the systems go it, it Yo, they are mandatory. You gotta have the systems in place. And uh, a lot of people just go freestyling, right? Mm-hmm. So if you think of rap, um, a lot of people think they are Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. They can go out there and just create masterpieces in their mind and just get mm-hmm. it out. I'm not a Jay-Z. Yeah. If I, if most I was, people aren't. Most people aren't, yeah. right? But yeah. most people think they're a Jay-Z. They yeah. go just freestyle this business stuff. But like, I'm more of a, a Tupac. Yeah. Tupac wrote everything. He got yeah. a book of rhymes. Yeah. He came out with a whole poetry yeah. he used to write. But the reason why he did it because he needed a system. Yeah. That was his system. So everybody's operating on a system. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Yep. Even if your system is but no system. Exactly. Exactly. So it, even it, like some people's systems allow them to create thirty thousand dollars a year. Some people's system allowed them to create $35 million a year. Mm. But everybody got mm. a system. Bro. And it, we got we all got the same 24 hours, yep. and that's that's where the system comes yep. into play. Because if you have the system, now you can say, you know what, with um, all the things that I have to do, the day-to-day functions in my business, I have a system, I know exactly how to do it. Now I can just unload it to somebody else who wants to learn about it, or right. a VA, or somebody. Right. You know what I mean? Bring somebody else in, yep. teach them, train yep. them. Duplication. How to do what you do, and, and multiply your time. And that's what I learned in the um, and and uh, the MLM. Okay. Right. Uh, with legal shit. Hold on, hold on. But break break down MLM, and actually we're gonna back up, y'all, because I want to make sure my boy is introduced. Uh, this is Arnold Waples. He goes by Jr. He's a, a legend, not only at ODU but also in New York City and New Jersey for the work that he's done with Legal Shield. Um, so he mentioned MLM. Uh, kind of break that down, bro. But before you break that down, give a little bit of a backstory about who you are and um, you know, where you're at now versus where you started. So started right here in the streets of Newark. That's that's where we're at right now. So um, city of Newark, we downtown right now. Uh, this is where I grew up at. I went yeah. to school all throughout here. And yeah. um, dude, I, I was a regular, Student, I, I didn't do anything above average. In fact, I graduated bottom twenty percent of my high school class. Um, but I, I was intelligent. Yeah. It just—I didn't see a, a reason behind going to school. Yeah. And no one gave me a why, or I, I didn't understand why they wanted us to go to school besides get yeah. a job. And I already had a job. I was pumping gas. I was a high octane petroleum <laughs> distributor. I mean, so you got to come up with your own titles. Yeah, I like that. I like uh, that. What type of gas were you pumping? Uh, uh, no, we high octane. There we go. Right? There we go. 
take off but, the octane. But anyways, but even 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 with that, I always had the hustle mindset. Yeah. And um, I used to sell drugs and everything. Like you know, I, I don't want to sound like a, a cliche of the kid yeah. selling drugs, but I, I used to sell. And yeah. um, I used to make some good money. Yeah. Uh, and I, I sold all the way and throughout college uh, until I actually got to ODU. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I, after graduating bottom twenty percent, I went to community college for a couple of years, then transferred um, to Old Dominion I'd University, like where um, got linked up with you and yeah. biology courses yeah. and chemistry courses, learning a whole lot. That science yeah. mindset. What, what, what triggered what triggered you to go from bottom twenty percent to whatever summa magnum something lotty uh, crazy high GPA uh, bachelor's in biology. <laughs> Uh, masters in business. Well, uh, at one point I was I was homeless, right? Um, I, I was really staying in my car, sleeping at friends' houses. Um, didn't have anywhere to go, but I was working yeah. full time. I was working forty hours I at Best Buy, ahead. and I was their top salesperson at Best Buy because uh, they, even though it's it's retail, they still sell, right? Yeah, they sell yeah. um, plans of, of whatever. Um, but I was that number one salesperson, and I asked for a raise because I I needed some more money. Yeah. My boss came back and he said, "Yo, I got like I came in on my day off to pick up my check and everything. I uh, made a couple of purchases. I saw him. He's like, "Yo, Arnum, um, I, I was able to get you a raise. It's not what you you Expected, wanted, but yeah. I got you something. Yeah, it was a raise of ten cent, Bruh. ten cent an hour." Did you calculate that out to see what it meant if you did 40 hours? Yeah, I didn't have to calculate that. <laughs> 10 cent an hour, man. Like, I was so pissed off that I, I, I immediately said, I'm going back to school and I'm going to go for the job that's going to get me the most amount of money. Because yeah. the only thing I, I really knew was a job. I knew hustling yeah. and I knew job. Yeah. So the job that I, I, I figured would give me the most money was being a doctor. I was always good at science. I got a science mind. Yeah. But I was like, yo, I'm going to be a doctor. They all make six figures. Mm, so that's bro. why I studied and hustled so hard. And when bro. you met me, I was like, yo, I got to be a doctor because I, they make money. And I, I need you. money. I got you. So so I never knew that that context for why you wanted to be a doctor. I was just like, yo, this dude, man, smart. I, like, it just makes sense, right? So... Uh, for you to go from bottom 20% to killing it in, and so for context for people who aren't familiar with ODU in Norfolk, Virginia, uh, biology in general is one of the tougher degrees, whether it's biochemistry, straight up biology, or, you know, something more targeted, uh, just because of the, the caliber of instructors that we had there. So you went into one of the most difficult programs at the school, killed it. Broke the um, curves. Broke the curves, there, yeah. Like, people just pissed on you. Like, and they were Tim's and they white tees yeah. and like, speaking like yeah, how yeah, speak. yeah, yeah, I um, So, but, but like what fully clicked besides the making money when you got into that environment to say, all right, I need to put some work in to really learn this stuff and, and triggering, I guess, I would assume, a love of learning. Because you're a lifetime learner at this point. I am a lifetime learner, but I, I got a lot of struggles with learning. I, I had ADD, mm -hmm. and I still have ADD. I, I had to deal with that. And that's why my systems are needed, because I have ADD. Okay. Uh, and I feel like my ADD is a superpower rather than uh, a, a disability. I got you. So my ADD caused me to uh, find other ways of learning besides in the classroom. Mm. Like I in ODU, uh, I used to not go to class mm. because I wasn't able to learn, but I would sit home and just study. Mm. And then when home, like my my uh, dorm became a little bit too much, or even before ODU, yeah, I wasn't able to go to a dorm or study at home. I was staying at friends' houses. Yeah. So what did I do? I sat in the library all day. 
Right. And I just read. Right. I read. I read. I highlighted. Yeah. I, I took I notes. It. But libraries, like, I needed a completely quiet environment where there was no distractions at all, and I could find myself time to focus. Okay. That's the only way I found that really worked for me to focus. Now I, I can, like, after living through New York City, I can be on a train and read and everything else now, but I, it started there that was the switch that allowed me to go from bottom 20% to learning how to learn that worked for me. And it, it was it Wait, was that. Say that one more time. Learning how to learn that worked for who? That worked for me. I I, right. I couldn't do it the way that school wanted me to do it. They wanted me to show up to class, right. and you know I, I would have like Tasha used to get mad because I used to sit there not take any notes in class, and, and she'd be like, "How in the world did you get the highest score?" Because right. like <laughs> I take no notes in, yeah, and I just everybody read. learns differently. And you found the way that worked for you. And here's the thing that I think is most powerful. I got six kids. I know you got one, y'all. Hopefully by next year, we'll be you know, on number two, working on number two, so forth. Maybe one day y'all get the six. But um, I didn't learn or understand that I naturally um, like learned easily in a, a, a like institutional or regular uh, educational environment. Mm -hmm. So because of that, school was never a problem for me. Elementary, middle, high school college all you that stuff. all stars yeah school. but but that that school doesn't allow you to learn the life skills that you need to be successful in life so my gap was almost like the reverse of yours so like you came um basically kind of knowing and having experienced life my my experience was you know like yeah got some family stuff you know some stuff i could like go into childhood trauma whatever you want to call it but really it was like well school's easy i guess i'll go to college not necessarily, you know, I need to go here for this income because I've seen what a 10 cents uh, per hour raise looks like. Right, right. So, right. Um, Working every holidays, right. weekends, like it's, I, I saw a future, like I, I w I've been gifted at seeing into the future. And what I saw was a life full of working, grinding, working, grinding, just to get a little bit of nothing. When mm. I want to be boss, mm. I want to own this. I had the pleasure when mm. I was a high octane petroleum distributor at Coastal Gas, <laughs> uh, like me and all my boys worked there, but yeah. I, I had the opportunity of, of working with the owner yeah. and seeing what he does and he didn't really do much. And I'm like, yeah. We making all this money yep. for him, and he just collecting. Yep. Yep. I want Check that position. System. Yep. I want business owner. Yeah. So it, it could be just somebody as as one time like that that you meet growing up yeah. that can change They're your whole mindset about being a business owner. Like, yeah. yo, hustling. I feel like hustling and and grinding was part of my family, man. Right. Like all my uncles, my cousins, like everybody always hustled and. and uh, when I say hustle, they, they made a life for themselves because right. there was no way of doing it. it well, I don't want to say no. There yeah. was very limited, limited opportunities yeah. for them they, they, to do because it. Because the exposure is different. And the, we, we talked about this before, and I think I've talked about this with a lot of my close people. Um, the school system is not set up for us to go out and be entrepreneurs. Or, no, not at all. As, as I like to call it, for, for us who have to go from a job to entrepreneurship, a jobpreneur. But... It's not like we can't learn, especially nowadays. Like if we had YouTube and Google and the way that it is set up now where you can basically go and learn and train on anything, just those two platforms alone, let alone TikTok or Instagram or all these other platforms where people are sharing their game um, and how they, they build their wealth. If we'd have had that back then, bro. Yo, my, 
just I'm just thinking of even classroom schoolroom yeah. stuff, microbiology, yeah. chemistry, yeah. and seeing how the atoms connect yep. with each other, yep. building the molecules. Like they can see that now. Yep. They, they they get into the cell right. and, and can really visualize yep. and understand it. Where we, we just had to use our imagination yep. and pictures on books. Come on, bro. So it's it's so much simpler now, and with that simplicity of um, education, we're looking at the revolution of education where. Mm. You don't need to really keep everything in your mind like you used to because now you can get a course and just download all the information like we really living in the matrix. And whatever skills you wanted, whatever whatever career you wanted to go after, whatever lifestyle you want to have, you can learn how to get it. But what one thing, one key lesson that people, I really want people to remember and I I constantly um, keep this in the back of my mind is who do you listen to? Because uh, there's so much mm. free education, there's so yep. much paid education, yep. so many trainings that people get caught up in like, this is what I wanna do, I really yeah. wanna do it. Yeah. There's a course here, I'm gonna go take that course. Yep. Yep. But you don't realize who's behind that course. Yep, yep, so 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 your mentors, your, your uh, the people you look up to, your, um, I guess your your uh, references for what's going to get you from point A to point B. So when I when I mean by like who do you listen to? I mean, do they have the lifestyle you want mm-hmm. and the the freedom that you want? Mm-hmm. If they don't have the lifestyle and the freedom in the way that I want it, I'm not listening to them. Mm-hmm. Like why would I ask? For example, why would you ask any of your sing, single friends for marriage advice? You just wouldn't do it. Yeah. It just doesn't make. If you, even if you did do it, yeah. you know it doesn't make sense logically. Oh, yeah. Emotionally, if you're in a moment, unless they've been through like five divorces, then it's like, okay, hold on, let me t- let me know everything you did wrong. So yeah, exactly. So I know what not to do. Let me listen to what yeah. you say to do, so I can do the opposite okay. type thing. <laughs> but it's that that who do you listen to is is critical yeah. in a, a a society in a a world now where knowledge and education and information is all over the place Mm. if we're listening to the news what is their agenda if Mm. we're listening to our teachers what is their agenda yeah like you really have to to uh think about what people's agendas are if they have the lifestyle they that you want and if they do you need to listen and listen to everything Mm. they say and do what they say do Mm. i don't care if my mentor like my mentor would tell me, hey, Arnim, it's cold outside. You only made 10 calls today. You need to make 70 calls a day minimum. Go outside in the cold, no coat, spin around five times and come back in. And then we can talk again. <laughs> if he told me to do that, guess I'm what? Do I'm that. doing it because my mentor earns 400000 a year. Mm. If he mm. earns 400000 a year, guess what? I'm going to listen bro. to him. Come on, bro. Nah, so so you, you started talking about mentorship a little bit. Um Tell me how you've found your mentors, both like when you're proactively looking and based on the universe, uh, God, you know, hack, uh, uh, coincidence. You know, all, all of that, man. Yeah, all yeah, that. yeah, yeah. The universe works strange ways to make, to make you fulfill your prophecy, man, your own prophecy. Yeah. Um, and I, I found my mentor through Legal Shield and working and knowing that. I don't want to be hand to hand anymore. Just same with the drug game, right? Yeah. You could go hand to hand and and take a lot of risk, yeah. Or you can just move a big package once in a while mm. and rest sit, rest time mm. sit back. Like yeah, there's a lot of more risk, yep. but there's also a lot more reward. Yep. So yep. I felt like in business, 
why would I go hand in hand and, and meet people one at a time and, and sell them or recruit them when I can just go after entire companies and mm. and go that way in my one-to-ones. So my mentor was right. doing that. And he was earning at the time um, 150, 200,000 or so at the time. And I, I took his class, I um, learned from him and, and you know, I, I and kept in touch with him. this is just from his legal shield business. Just from his so, legal shield business. So we're yeah. not talking yeah. about, and this is where being what I call a job entrepreneur comes into play. Like. You have your main thing that, you know, provides you the income or or allows you to to have like a foundation for your lifestyle. But then you also want to make sure that you're investing, you're making other moves as well, networking, so forth. So that's the main thing. What other types of things uh, is your mentor into from an investment standpoint, if you if you know? Yeah, so I, I don't know everything he's into. Yeah. I know he has a few properties, mm -hmm. but we, we really don't talk that because yeah. I need him. For I need 100% of the, his information of how he does what he does at yep. Legal Shield. How this man earns 400000 plus a year, almost 500000 yeah. now. Yeah. I need to know everything he knows there. I'm completely coachable. I'm um, completely willing to change, willing to learn, and do whatever he says do. I so if since that's the case, I I know he has everything I want in this industry, in this he, business. That's what I focus on with he's him. He's the distro and the plug. When when I when it comes to um, the other businesses, when it comes to real estate, I have a different coach for that. Mm -hmm. When it comes to um, other areas of my life, uh, for marriage, uh, for example, I have a different coach for that. Yeah. And when I say coach, it doesn't always have to be a live person. Yeah. It can be courses. It yeah. can be books. It can be someone you follow. It can be somebody I follow. Like I, a lot of my mentors have just been books. Yeah. Like I read, um, you know, with with. The, the organization that we created, OMG, we um, we read probably about 40 books together. Yep. And yep. like a lot of my mentors was now Jim Rohn, was yeah. uh, Napoleon Hill, was, uh, you know, uh, Benjamin Franklin, yep. and, and all yep. of these people I learned my lessons from. Yep. Uh, they just continuously, Andrew Carnegie, and, yep. and the list goes on and on. Bro. But it's, it's, you you can be you can have a mentor in so many different ways, man. Yeah. And but through but through having mentors, here's here's what I want to say: through having mentors, you now become uh, generational, generationally more knowledgeable. Yep. So you don't need an entire generation to learn everything yep. they learn. Yep. Because now you can download yep. the, the knowledge Bruh. they have, the skills they have, Bruh. and and now you can use that on, right now instead of taking a whole lifetime to learn it and try to pass it on Come later. On. Come on, Wables. Spit that. Yo, spit that hot fire. Bruh. Hot, <laughs> that hot fire. My name is Dylon and I spit that out. So, so I, I truly believe in, in mentorship right? yeah. is, is what I'm saying. Like I'm yeah. taking a class right now in apartment syndication. I've taken several classes and I'm learning another. I'm putting my money where my mouth yeah. is because guess what? They are doing what I want to do. Yep. So I need to be around the people. Yep. I need to be around the environment. Bruh. And that's that's the way uh, it, that's the way it all works for us, man. Bruh. If you take a step. Yo, God or universe is going to find a way to get get you where you want to be. Mm. So gotcha. you, you got to stay around where, where you want to go. Yeah. You got to keep that focus on yeah. where you want to go. So you touched on something I was going to ask you about, uh, but you went there. So we'll continue down that path. Focus. So talk about focus and what it means for someone who, you know, grew up with ADD. Someone who, <laughs> like, like, think about it, seriously, like, like 
focus is probably one of the most challenging thing, but it I is. think that people who might have, you know, some type of attention deficit um, um, disorder, as they may call it, um, they actually most often are exceptional in a lot of other different ways and their mind is just unique. But there's so many of us out there that it's not as unique as we think. We're just forced to try to think in a box like how, you know, the rest of everyone else might think, learn, grow. Um, so how'd you get to the point of being able to focus on the things that are your lane? So your real estate, your uh, legal shield business, your family, you know, other things that you might have uh, business interests in. Like, what is strategy? So, uh, with, with ADD, I'm about as fo as focused as an octopus on roller skates. Like, <laughs> so imagining it, that now, I feel like you know I might see that. One. Like, I'm I'm all over the place, yeah. and, and it gives yeah. me extreme anxiety. And I know that there's very little I can do uh, about it. Uh, besides my systems, yeah. that's where my systems really come into yeah. play at now. Because with my systems, I can um, what? Let me go to my system and let you know what my system is okay. right so I have a planner mm -hmm. and in that planner I decide first of all what my goal is five years from now mm -hmm. and I work my way backwards I say five years from now great I know now know what's one thing I need to do in order to accomplish my goal in five years gotcha. and I work my way back three years what's one thing I can do to focus uh, all of my energy on three and accomplish three years from now mm -hmm. that's going to allow me to accomplish my goal five years from okay. now and I work my way back to one year so I now I have a goal for the year and now I, I break that down by quarter so mm -hmm. every quarter I have a focus yeah. one focus yeah. every month I have a focus one focus every week and every day I have one focus so for today, once I do my, my task and I, I try to get that knocked out as soon as I can yeah. from when I wake up until the, the first activity that has to happen, yeah. I, I look to get my one thing done for the day first. as quickly as possible because you know life happens. Yep. And yep. I'm, I got ADD and like, I'm going to be all over the place. Yeah. I got a, a one year old. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I got a wife. Like, I got yeah. several businesses I'm running. Yeah. So if I don't get my one thing done first thing in the morning, Bro. I'm screwed. Yep. So I, I focus on that one thing because that one thing every day is going to allow me to accomplish my week's goal. Yeah. That one thing this week is going to allow me to accomplish my monthly goal. Mm. And my monthly goal is going to allow me to accomplish my quarterly goal. So there's. You see the bigger by, picture. By doing my one thing every single day, it's mathematically impossible for me to fail at accomplishing my goals now. So that's how I focus. I focus one day at a time, one task at a time. Because right. if like trying to do anything, like I have systems for everything. I have systems for cleaning up. Because if I clean up in one room and I take, uh, let's say I'm taking a stapler to my office, yeah. I go in my office and start cleaning up in there and forget that I got to do yep. dishes. Yep. Like, yo, I'm all over the place. Yep. ADD is now, real. Now, now the stapler is by the sink. And, and then, yeah, then my wife asked me, but you, your only thing you're supposed to do is wash the dishes. And I'm like, ah, I forgot. Like, but I, I did a little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit yeah, there, and a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. That's how most people run in their business. That's yeah. how most people run in their lives. Yeah. They do a whole lot of everything and a little, you know, and a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. Bro. That's the focus for me. Bro, I love it. I love it. All right. So we had about 23 minutes. We're going to, last couple minutes, I just want you to close this out with, um, like, the power of, of writing down uh, where you want to be. And I'm not talking about short term with your strategy and your, your uh, system for managing yourself. But I'm talking about, like, 
when you talk about you know a goal that's a year out uh five years out ten years out like how do you approach that well i, I got several different uh well like five so step sim- process sim- right sim- simplest approach simplest approach five steps one determine exactly what you want a lot of people think they know what they want or, or have like they're flaky about it yeah. but you have to make a decision and what a decision is 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 break down the, the root of that is the side right decide you you can think of that side part homicide strike down right okay you eliminate all right um you you think a herbicide you're killing all of the weeds right spermicide no more babies no more babies but decide is a death of all other options So first, you got to decide what you want. Yeah. Number one. Yeah. So I decide what I want a year from now. And once I make that decision, there's nothing else that is going to get in my life, in my lane, that's going to stop me from getting my one thing done for the year. Number two is I need to I need to dig deeper than just a decision because the decisions sound good until you start breaking down why you're doing it. So I need to focus on why am I doing it. I ask myself several times, why am I doing this? Yeah. And then once I, I get my why, I, I start to ask myself again, why am I doing this? Till I get to the point of this is for the greater good of myself, of humanity, of uh, this is going to help me accomplish everything I want in my life. Mm. Once I get to that point, and I know that is the point, mm. then I can move on to the third step. Third step is the feeling. Yeah. I need to, to feel my way through this this um this journey yeah. which I'm going on. Yeah. So the emotion. The emotions Use of the right it. Lane to yeah. take exit I need to get my emotions right. I need to to figure out yeah. if how I'm thinking about my goal. Yeah. If I think about my goal and I feel bad, that goal ain't in the right place. Right. Now I need to decide an, another goal or adjust my goals slightly or, or, or um or, uh, you know what I mean so yeah, I need to yeah. reevaluate what my goal is oh but if I'm thinking if I'm excited about it I, I gotta be excited about my goal number one yeah if I if I think about it I'm like yo I'm so excited I'm telling everybody about it I'm, I'm ready for it if I feel like Listen, my birthday is tomorrow. I saw the gift over there. I know the size of it. Like, I was looking for a bicycle, and you can't wrap up no bicycle, like, in a certain way that I don't know what a bicycle is, even if it got wrappings around it, right? Come on. Like, I know that's my gift. Like, I'm excited about it because my birthday is tomorrow. If I feel like that about about my goal, yo, dude, it's it's like, I know that I'm getting it. Because even when you're having maybe a rough day or you feel like uh, this might be a day where... You know, my, my targets might need to be adjusted because every day you're not always going to be up, right? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like like the whole point of having that focus and going through this this process for setting your goals is really to put you in a position to win even when, you know, things might be challenging. Exactly, exactly. Right. So even when things are challenging, I like I, I can look back at my why and write me down yep. and I can yep. go to my why and my why pushes me forward. It pulls me into the future. Right. Um, so that's that's the third part. Your feelings, You're getting the feelings the right around route. it. Um, the the fourth piece is, um, what's the fourth piece? Uh, bro. <laughs> ADD, uh, ADD, 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 ADD. Yeah. Uh. But but the uh, the fourth part is after you have the feeling, you have to use your imagination. Mm. 
Mm. So this is where my dream boards come into play. Yeah. I got my dream boards. I write down. Like, I do some weird stuff. Like, people, most people look at it, they consider it a little weird. Bro, it's um, not weird. It's not weird. Where I, I will put my a body of somebody doing a thing I want to do and put my, my head on it in PowerPoint. And and put that with a whole bunch of other things that I want yep. to accomplish. Yo, you showed me around, two in the morning. We were talking about this, y'all. Around that goal, I will put everything around that goal onto right. my my dream board, bro. And then I, I post it all over the place. That's I so post fire. it in the car. I post it on my my phone. I post it around my house. I like it's known bro. everywhere I everywhere. look. It's there in front of me. So I use my imagination and I I um think of of having it. I feel good about yeah. it. I, I meditate on it. I close my eyes and just envision when I have my goal, how am I gonna feel? And when you get to that point where you you already have it without even having it manifesting physically, yeah. it's yours already. Yeah. And the the fifth point uh that, that I that I do is I pray about it, however your prayer is. You need to bring it to the higher source Amen. and say, this is what I want Bro. and then be grateful for it. Man, I hope one day Brick, ben, ben Brickhouse, I was going to call him Brick, Brickhouse, <laughs> uh, sees this because in college, no joke, JR and, and Brick were like polar opposites when it came to religion, spirituality, things like that to a certain extent. But y'all had two things in common. One, both of y'all were charismatic as hell and, and just drew people to you. And two, you were all about connecting others and figuring out ways to have an impact while, you know, like work hard, play hard, while also having fun. But y'all, y'all were like, so, so atheist over here, uh, Christian rapper over here, and like, like the, the, I don't know, the, just the conversations I remember y'all having in general, just so crazy and powerful. But to see where you're at now and to see how you've evolved over the last almost 20 years, bro, is, is amazing. Yeah, man. Not not an atheist. Yeah. I, I figured I found out that the meaning of that word and the meaning of, of the other words. And yeah. I'm like, oh, that, that's, that's, that's not, not me. me. That's, that's not me. me. That's not me. But, yeah. hey, but that, that's where the knowledge comes into place. And look, we almost at 30 minutes. This is definitely going to be probably posted on both our stuff. Not probably. It will be posted on uh, both our social medias. Um, and I'm going to see what I, I can get my team to do to kind of chop it up and maybe do some smaller snippets, stuff like that. But anything you want to close out with, um, we didn't really talk too much about your real estate or anything else. So we're not going to go off any other tangents. I'm going to make sure I get more time with you, though. But, you know I got like, ADD, so bruh, don't put me on the tangent. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> so, like, uh, last words of advice, just in general, like somebody who's trying to figure out their lane and maybe, you know, they're, they're struggling with some things. Like, Yo, what you got for me? Think big. You have to dream. So many people just aren't dreaming anymore. They, they, they just are going through life day by day and whatever happens, happens, and they, they deal with it as it comes. People need to dream, man, and, and have, have something that you want to do. When I say something you want to do, like have a role model. Yeah. Have, Ambition. Uh, it, it's very hard to tell somebody to have ambition. That, that seems like it's something from inside yeah. you have to have. Yeah. But even the people with ambition, like it helps to write out. Just like we used to do as, as kids, right? Used to, did you ever write out a, a Christmas list? Yeah. Of all the things you right. want. I had Christmas list. I would take magazines for months in advance and cut out exactly what I wanted um, and list which stores it was at and the prices. And my mom thought I was you crazy. See you hyper focused, right? Uh, well, on toys, yeah. Everywhere else, bro. But you can do that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you do Crash that now, and you you um 
You're still on the fastest route. So life is like one of those magazines, right? Where it has everything you want. It's a buffet. Everything you want, you can have, you can try, you can sample. But if you write down and, and just imagine and figure out all the things you want instead of just saying it all openly like, yeah. oh, I want season tickets. Oh, I thought about traveling to Greece. I thought, write it down. Yeah. Write thing, down everything yeah. you want and you'll be so, so surprised about how your life turns out uh, because even if you forget it and come back to it five years later why you can accomplish all the Bruh. stuff on that list man. On, man. like when I look back at my my dream board uh, that I had before and so much of it I accomplished it, it's ridiculous yeah. man. so I'm blown, right dream, so, dream dream big dream, dream big, big, man. Dream big well look I appreciate you my brother uh, so I came up as, as uh, y'all may know if you're following me all eight of you <laughs> um, I came up here to, uh, to meet with a client that JR actually referred me to. I also bought a... Um, shout out to Chef Fresh. A Chef Fresh. Shout out to Chef Fresh. Um, so uh, I also bought a, a vehicle to put on Turo, my second vehicle that JR is actually taking me to go pick up. It should be ready for me to hop in and get on the road. But also, I got to see house hacking at its finest. And uh, JR, uh, his, his beautiful wife Taryn, baby Zaire, are basically building a real estate foundation through house hacking plus his other real estate investments to basically make sure that they're good for life no matter what else happens with their active income. And you know, as a jobpreneur, someone who's making money, active money in one space, being able to build out passive uh, income streams is powerful, man. So JR's doing it, think big, dream big, write it down and take action. Um, we're gonna close out here. Deuces, 21 experiment. 21. Yo, I'll let you boy. I gotta say this. Like, subscribe, share, forward, whatever other social media stuff you say to let Easy Money Drew and the crew know that you support, you understand, you get it, and you're learning. We appreciate you. Now cut to the outro. Shop